are so good. We thank you, Lord, for your love. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believed in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. We thank you, Lord, for you came and was born. You died for us and you rose from the dead. Therefore, Lord, we are victorious. We are more than conquerors because of you, Jesus. And at the mention of your name, every knee bow down. And every tongue confesses that you are Lord to the glory of God the Father. We thank you this morning because you decided to come and dwell among us. We thank you this morning because you did not let us be perished or go in our own and die in our own sins. But you came to save us. You came to give us life. We thank you, Jesus, this morning. As we remember your faith, as you remember you coming on earth, we want to glorify you this morning and say thank you, Father, for sending Jesus. We say thank you, Jesus, for coming and serving the humanity. We thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Receive our worship. Receive your glory from our mouths, O Lord, this morning. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we declare today that may all the names fade away, O Lord, but only your name remains. Only your name be exalted. Only your name be lifted, Lord, in our lives. Take a center stage of our lives, Lord Jesus, and be the Lord and Savior of our lives. For only you deserve it, Lord. There's no one else but you, Jesus. We thank you this morning. Church, let us put our hands together for what Jesus has done. Let us put our hands together and lift up our voice as we celebrate Jesus. Praise the name of God. We may take our seats. Thank you very much. He is born. He is with us. The Lord is among us. Awesome. The Lord is among us. When I say Emmanuel, I want you to say God is with us. Because that's who he is. Amen. Emmanuel. Emmanuel. Can I hear you say it as, as, like you mean it? Because when God is with us, we know that everything is settled. We know that it is well with us. When God is with you, there's nothing else that you can ever wish to have in this life than having God in your life. Emmanuel. Emmanuel. All right. God with us. Emmanuel, right? Amen. Today I'm going to speak on that subject. Emmanuel, God is with us. That's a wonderful uh, Hebrew word. Uh, Emmanuel, which means God is with us. We are going to look at how that name came about and how the angel spoke to Mary about the Savior who was to come and how he would be called that name. Let us quickly go to Matthew chapter 1 and starting from verse 18 up to uh, verse 23. It goes all the way to verse 25 as the angel is having a conversation with Mary. But from verse, verse 18, this is what the Bible says. This is how the birth of Jesus the, the Messiah came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. 
because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace. He had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. You are to give his name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet, prophet Isaiah, saying, The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. Amen. That's why we are shouting that name, Emmanuel, meaning God with us. Now, to take you back a little bit, we have been on our series uh, called What is in a Name? What is in a name? And, 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 last, and, and we, last, last week, Pastor Lynn was talking about Jehovah Nisi, God our banner, God our victory. And also this week, we're still talking or learning about the names of God and what is in that name. And today we are looking at the name Emmanuel. And we know already the meaning for Emmanuel is God is with us. Now, from the scripture that we have just read, this is a conversation between Angel Gabriel and Mary, the mother of Jesus to be at that particular time. We know it's been prophesied and we saw it from the play or the, the drama that was going on from our, our young ones acting about the angel meeting with Mary and prophesying about what will come to happen. And at this particular time in Bethlehem, what will happen and how God is giving to us the Savior who will come and save us and deliver us from all the oppression, uh, both spiritual and physical oppression that uh, we, we've been going through, that they were going through. Now, there's one, there are two interesting things that, that the angel mentions in, in his uh, discussion or conversation with Mary. And I, I want us to look into that today. Uh, the first thing is that uh, we see that the angel gives Jesus two names as he's talking to Mary. He gives him two names. He says that the child that will be born, that will be in your womb, that the Holy Spirit will bring to uh, pass and will come to be born, the first name you are to give him is Jesus. Why will you name him Jesus? Because he will save his people from sins, from their sins. That's what the name Jesus means, God saves. That's what the name Jesus means. Then he said Jesus meaning God will save his people from their sins. In, 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 in Hebrew, they say Yeshua, you know. And we, saw, we see it, Jesus Christ from the term Yeshua Amashua, you know. God saves. So Jesus' name was actually talking about the work that Jesus will come to accomplish in, 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 in our lives. It says you name him Jesus, meaning God saves. And this man is going to come and save his people from their sins. And then he goes on to mentioning a second name 
of Jesus. He says that this person shall be called Emmanuel. I want us to read in Isaiah where the angel is quoting. Isaiah chapter 7 and verse 14. This is what the angel says. Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son. And we will call him Emmanuel. Amen. So that's why the angel also, because the angel is quoting uh, Isaiah as he's speaking to Mary. In verse 21, he talks about Jesus who will be called, uh, the son will be called Jesus because God will save his people from their sin. In verse 23 of uh, Matthew chapter 1, the angel is saying to Mary that he will be called Emmanuel because God will be with his people. God will come to dwell with his people. Now, that may not mean so much to you. If that may not mean so much to you, I want you to take you a little bit back into what used to happen long time ago. God's presence would come upon his people and God's presence would depart, right? They are to hold God's presence would follow where the Ark of the Covenant was. When the, if the Ark of the Covenant is stolen or taken away from God's people, it meant that God's presence departed. That's what used to happen. Now, we also see it from uh, Samson. The Bible says the presence of God or the Spirit of God would come upon him. He would do so many mighty things. And the Spirit of the God would go away from him. He would become an ordinary man. So they used to have this God visit them and God would depart. God's presence would come and God would go. God's angel would come and God's angels would go. But God says that there will come a time when I will come and not depart. I will dwell among you. I will live with you. I will tabernacle with you. I will live forever with you. I will come to have fellowship with my people. And that would come with the coming of the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. So the angel is saying to Mary that this is that time. The Savior is coming and he will be called Emmanuel, meaning God is with us. God is dwelling with his people. God is coming to Tabernacle to dwell among his people. And Pastor Lina read from uh, Isaiah 9, verse 6, where the Bible is saying, to us a child is born. That's what the Bible is saying. To us, a child is born. A son is given. And the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God. You know, King of Peace, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign forever and ever. So saying Jesus will come to be with us forever and ever. He will bring peace. He will bring joy. He will bring stability. He will bring strength. He will bring direction. He will bring counsel because he says he's a mighty counselor. He's a prince of peace. He's a good father. He's a king who reigns forever in our lives. So this Jesus we're celebrating and remembering his birth today, he is with us, he's not departed and gone. He is with us right now as we speak. Because he's come to dwell, to reign forever and ever. And in his reign of his reign, there is no end. Hallelujah. 
of his reign, there is no end. And you have to know that there are many people who came and claimed to be savior. We have Muhammad uh, of the Islam, is, is, uh, Islam people. Muhammad was born and he was a great prophet. He was a great angel. He died and is no longer there. There's another person called Krishna, Ari Ramakrishna. He came, I was born, he died, that is no longer there. There's another person called Shinto. Shinto came, was born, and he had so many following, he died and was not there. And we see this testimony in the people who were judging the disciples of Jesus. After Jesus was gone, they were judging them, the Herod and the people, a pilot and the people, and then they were told, if these guys, what they are doing is fake, it will go away. Because we have seen many people have come, and their religion and everything they have done have gone away, and we can't even remember. But if this is from God, it will never go away. You know, Jesus came. Jesus dwells with us. He sent us the Holy Spirit. We live in the fullness of his reign. We dwell in the fullness of his kingdom. He's come to be the Lord, the King, the Prince of Peace, and the Mighty Father. He is with us. He says, I'll never leave you alone. Like orphans, I will be with you. I am with you to the end of the age. Have you, have you heard about that promise? I am. One of the I am's of Jesus, he says, I am with you. In Matthew 18, verse 28, one of his I am, he says, I am the bread of life. Before Abraham was, I am. There are so many I am's of Jesus. And the last I am, Jesus says, in Matthew 18, 28, he says, I am with you to the end of the age. He is Emmanuel, God with us. Hallelujah. Can we put our hands together as we celebrate God? Celebrate Jesus. Now, I wanted to tell you that Jesus is God. Jesus is not only the Savior, Jesus is God. You know, why do, we say, why do I say Jesus is God? I look at the Old Testament, there were many names about God. Number one, God Elohim, Yahweh Elohim or Jehovah Elohim. You know, we know what that means, right? The Creator. And the Bible says in John chapter 1 that Jesus is the creator. It says in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, the word was God, and everything was created by him. And this word came to dwell among us, and we have seen his glory. And this word is Jesus Christ. It means that he is the creator. What does the Old Testament says about God? Jehovah Elohim, meaning God the creator. Jesus says everything was created. He came to the people he created, his own people that he created. Jesus is God. In the Old Testament, our God is called Jehovah. He appears to Moses and he says, I am who I am. I am Yahweh. I am Jehovah. It means that I am who I am. You know, uh, Jesus, as he was explaining, he was talking to the Pharisees. He says this, before Abraham was, I am. <laughs> That's what Jesus says. I am who I am. He answers them, you are sons of Abraham. And then they say, Abraham died over a thousand years ago, and you claim to have known Abraham, yet you are not even 50. And then he says, before Abraham was, I am. He's not saying I was. He says, I am. I am always who I am. Jesus is God. Hallelujah. Jesus is God. Before the world was, he's saying, I am. 
and he's still here. He's with you where you are. He's with you in your life. He's asking you just to open up your heart and you he will come and tabernacle and dwell and live with you. The other name of God in the Old Testament, those who have followed in our series, the other name is Adonai. And you know, Adonai, the Lord, he means the, the Lord. He is the Lord. And he introduced himself this because the Egyptian, they had the Lord. His name was Pharaoh, the leader. But the Israelites did not have the Lord. They did not have the leader. That's why they were shepherds. I mean, that's why they were slaves. Then God came to, to Moses and said, I want to be their Adonai. I want to be their Lord. I am their Lord. Go and tell Pharaoh that the Lord wants his people to follow him and worship him because they have Adonai, the shepherd. Do you know what Jesus says in the New Testament? Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. Hallelujah. He says, I am Adonai. I am the shepherd. I am the real shepherd. All those who came before me were only thieves and they came through the window. I come through the, the door because the good shepherd lays his life down for his people. He says, I am the good shepherd. Isn't that amazing about Jesus? And if you follow through whatever Jesus did, he has expressed, he was a right expression of God's name in the Old Testament. Whatever you talk about God, talk about El Shaddai, the mighty warrior. Jesus says, you see the son of man in Revelation 1.20 coming down from them, from the, with angels of uh, 10,000 of angels in the glory of his father coming down with the host of heaven to come and defeat and fight the great battle on earth. Jesus says, I am the warrior. And you know what Jesus also says? Jesus says that I am with you. You know, we talked about Jehovah Nisi last Sunday, meaning God our banner, God our victory. Jesus says, do not be afraid, you little children, for I have overcome the world. Peace be with you. I have overcome the world. Jesus is Lord. He is born. He was born. He is with us. He is the mighty God. He always dwell among us and you continue to be. We have to understand this, that Jesus loves us so much. Though he was God, though he is God, he, he left the glories of heaven to come and be born as a human. That's how much God loves us. That's how much God loves us. You might be wondering, what, only, what else did Jesus come to do? There, let me just bring three things. The first fundamental truth about Jesus is that he came. Jesus came. What did he come to do? Number one, Jesus came to save us from our sins. We heard from Mary's speech with the angel. You shall call his name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. So Jesus came. So why It's very important for you to understand that Jesus came. Because out there, you will be, there are so many people that don't believe that Jesus came. Unfortunately, there are so many people that believe that the Messiah hasn't come. He has not yet come. I want to introduce to you today that Jesus came. Jesus was born. What did he come to do? Number one, he came to save us of our sins, to save us away from the shackles, from the slave, slavery of our sins. Jesus is the, the Lamb of God who washes away the sin of man, who takes away our sin from us. When we come to him and bow before him and ask for forgiveness, Jesus says, anything you ask in my name, I'll ask my father and it shall be done for you. There's forgiveness in the Lord Jesus. In his name, 
we find forgiveness. In his blood, our sins are washed. That's why we're no longer slaves of the enemy. We are not slaves to sin. Because we have the Savior who saves us away from our sin, who saves us away from our iniquities, who has delivered us and has called us sons and daughters of God. He saved us from our sin. And also, not only did he do that, many times Jesus talked to them when he appeared to them. He said, Shalom. He said, Peace be with you. It's very important to know that without peace, you can't enjoy your life. It's very important to know that no matter how much wealth you are, no matter how, ma how much educated you are, no matter how beautiful, how handsome you are, without the peace of God in your life, all that is but nothing. And Jesus, each time he appeared to, say, to them, he said, peace be with you. Peace be with you. In the storms, Jesus just said, peace be still. And the storms obey. The storms obey him. Jesus has come. He came to give us peace. The peace of God. May that peace be with you. May that peace reign in your lives. May that peace dwell among you and in your lives in the name of Jesus. He has given us peace. In the middle of troubles, we have the peace of God. In the middle of joy, we have the peace of God. Because Jesus, Emmanuel, he is with us, giving us peace and forgiving us our sins. I'm so glad to be a child of God. Are you? Are you? I am so glad to be a child of God. Because it's only in God where sin is forgiven and where true peace and real peace is found. If today you feel troubled in your heart, I'm inviting you to Jesus who gives peace. If today you feel lost, I'm inviting you to come and have an encounter with this shepherd we are celebrating today. He is with us. He is Emmanuel. He is Jesus, the Savior of his people. I'm inviting you, and he will lead your life to the abundance. He will, live your life. He will lead your life to a place of peace, the abundance of peace. So Jesus came, and the second thing is that Jesus is with us now. Jesus is with us now. Where you are, Jesus is with you. Where I am, Jesus is with me. He is with us now. He is with us now. He says this in Revelation uh, ch chapter 1. He says this. He says that if you, if you hear my voice, open up. I will come and dwell with you and tabernacle with you. If you open up your heart, I and my father will come and make our temple, make our church inside of you. He wants to dwell. He wants to be given a throne in your life. And when you do, he will never leave you. He will never forsake you. The Bible says there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother to us. And his name is Jesus Christ, the Prince of Peace and the King of Kings. He's with us right now, right here, right now. He is with us. And if Jesus is with you, is inside of you, he's given you his authority. If he's given you his power. He's given you his reign and his dominion. You have to make good use of it. You have to declare victory with us. He's a life giver. He's here giving us life. He's here giving us joy. He's here healing us from our sicknesses and diseases. The Bible says, at the mention of the name Jesus, every knee will bow down. And every time we confess that Jesus is Lord. And Isaiah says, from his wounds we have been healed. He's giving us identity. He's giving us peace. And he's healing us from all our infirmities. 
Are you sick in the house today? Call upon Jesus. Have faith in the Lord. Have faith in Jesus. Do you feel lost? Just open up your heart and invite Jesus to come and dwell in your life this morning. And here is the last truth I want to speak to you. Jesus will come back. Jesus will come back. Jesus will come back. They saw him going. He was born. He grew among them. He did many things. He revealed God to, to us. And then he died. He rose. He went in the heavenly realms. And the angels, the Bible says, the angel says that the same way you see him going, that's how you are going to see him coming. He says that I will come back. I have a reward in my hands to give to everyone according to how they wait. Jesus is coming soon. Are you ready for his coming? Are you ready for his return? He says this to, to Israel. He says, Israel, when the Son of Man return, will he find faith? Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, will I find faith on earth when I come? He's asking, will he find faith in you when he return physically in the glory of God the Father with thousands of angels surrounding him, singing glory, glory, honor, and power be given to God. When he's returning to take his church to where he is so that that's where we will be, will he find faith in you? It's very important for you to know that Jesus will come back because this world today promises so many fake things, so many temporal joy that do not lead us to everlasting joy. And some, most of the time, those promises take us away from the Savior, take us away from the Father. But I want to introduce to you that Jesus, the real joy, he says, I am the way. I am the truth, and I am the life. He is coming. He will return. He will not come back for these wars around. Jesus is coming back for you and I to take us to where he is. That's where we will be, to the glory. And the kingdom will never end. The reign of Jesus has no end from everlasting to everlasting. Jesus is coming back soon. Be ready. Get ready for his coming. Watch your life. Save the Lord. Rejoice in him. Live right and look to him. For he is coming back. Father, we thank you. Hallelujah. For you are good. You are glorious. We celebrate you, Jesus, this morning as our Emmanuel. Thank you for choosing to live with us. Thank you for choosing to dwell with us. Today we open up our hearts and invite you. I want you to repeat after me and say, Lord Jesus, I open up my heart and invite you to come and be my Lord and Savior. Today I choose to let go of every other name and only embrace the name Jesus. I believe in you. You are my Lord and Savior. I repent of all my sins and receive your forgiveness. Wash me with your blood, Jesus. Thank you for saving me. I am a child of God. I am born again. Thank you, Jesus. Put your hands together for Jesus. I'm going to invite our youth as they continue with this message.